Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. Man. <laughs> yeah. Movies are back. Oh my this god. Man, movies are back. This uh, I'm I'm surprised I saw this in a movie theater. This is a movie. This is a movie. Uh I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast and uh I'm still 5 days after seeing You're the still North thinking man, about this, huh? I'm still reeling from it. I'm man. still just This is a movie. I feel a little short of the, <laughs> short short of breath when I think of it. It's just uh I've seen this movie three times. Yeah. I love it, man. This is a this is one of those movies that we've said this before, and it's been happening a lot lately. But sometimes you just see a movie in a theater, mm-hmm. and it is perfect, right? Yeah. Like West Side Story for me was really just like, oh, this is it. This is theaters. <sighs> the Northman. I know. This is a movie. Theater I knew movie. I had to see it in a theater. I'm glad yeah. I got to go. You di- you didn't even make it out for Dune. This one though, Dude, it's like you regretted yeah. Dune, and you're like, I'm doing Northman. Well, I've seen, you know, this is Robert Eggers, yeah. uh, third film. I've seen the first two in theaters. Got to right. keep that going. Keep it. Uh, we saw the witch. We saw the witch at third together. Street. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. that would have been probably <laughs> seven, eight seven years, years ago. ago. Yeah, uh, love that movie. Oh yeah, more than a lot of movies. Big love time. that movie. Love the witch. Uh, then yeah, I saw the uh, lighthouse in a theater. Yeah, I saw the lighthouse Petaluma. up in Portland. Yeah, beautiful theater up there. And uh, liked it less than Didn't the connect. Witch. Didn't connect as much. Yeah. Same. I'm with you. Had some interesting moments, had some fun stuff, but uh, didn't leave me with that oh shit feeling. That <laughs> yeah, the, that the, that witch the witch dumped me. us out into the sun thinking yeah. about, you know? And uh, yeah, I remember it being really bright and sunny after leaving this weird dark movie. Right. And, uh, yeah, two for the one thirty. weird afternoon movie we saw. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so even considering that, uh, that I wasn't, fully connected with the lighthouse you know i can appreciate what he was doing still very and it was unique. enough to not slow down any bit of my excitement for what the northman could be oh yeah but i wasn't expecting this <laughs> how this could was, you how could i have known he'd go this big i yeah all i knew was that it was viking related yeah revenge story yeah uh and that robert eggers is the kind of guy that does his homework he does his research tries right? to get the most accurate if maybe not the most cool looking version of the film <laughs> right uh, he goes for realism yeah he he He's goes for this history kind of geek stuff and it's it. uh it's paid off in really cool ways i love the kind of ways he <laughs> and used really the, upsetting, yeah, ways. upsetting ways, ways that i can't stop thinking about ways right? that uh yeah hurt me in the soul <laughs> a little bit but uh dude yeah. this movie <laughs> I'm going to say the dumbest things about this movie because it just made me feel emotions mm-hmm. that I haven't tapped into in a bit. <laughs> you know, it got a reaction out of me and kept yeah, making me want to see it. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. This was, you know, this was Shakespeare. This is Hamlet. This is Hamlet is Hamlet, right? Mm-hmm. It's all a big revenge story, killing your uncle by order of the king, right? It's all Shakespeare, right? As classic as it comes. You know, this is 600 years before Shakespeare. Even knowing he did his research, this just feels so accurate. I'll preface this by saying, I know jack shit about about 900s Iceland. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. 
I mean, I know that's like not even middle ages yet. But like, I'm willing to believe that this is like a documentary. It's the it's convincing enough that I'm like this is real because I was feeling real shit through this whole two hour fifteen minute journey. Yeah. So it feels just too real. The way the mud, this is shot, man. You know the uh, the the dampness of everything, the <laughs> darkness of everything. I was thinking about this and everybody's uh, so dirty in this. Yeah, it's just like all these little candles lighting up this little hall. This is the scariest kind of movie to me. Horror movies oh, don't yeah. scare me as much as something like this because for two hours I'm thinking like, man, I was so lucky. I was born in 1981. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have lasted a second. In in the North Atlantic late 1800s. Oh, no. man, I would have been eaten by some hound. How about uh, the wilds of America 1600s? No, no nothing not close. Make it there. Nothing close. Even going back to the 50s, I'm like, whew, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe. Any bit before that, I'm a goner. It's It looks tough. Yeah, man. And this movie makes it look <laughs> real movie, tough to live yeah. in like 900 AD Iceland. Dude. Life in Real 900 tough. AD Iceland was rotten. That had to suck. <laughs> this, this was an awful existence. Oh, my goodness. Dude, and I felt... Even the every, king is dude, like living in a basically a wooden shack. <laughs> the king admits... With that wolf fur as They are all thing. like one day away from being a slave. Oh. You live your life one second away from 50-50 slavehood. In the 900s. You know how bad it is because the ultimate goal of the Viking or the Norse, you know, the Northmen that we hear is to die. Yeah. In battle. He's like, I need to die honorably. Yeah, man. They will have nothing. That's all they care about. Man. I loved hearing about. That's how shitty it was. I love hearing about Valhalla in a shitty, grimy movie like this. Yeah, right. God. This life was terrible. (laughs) This was awful in every way. Like you said, the mud. Oh, my God. The way Eggers films this movie puts you so in the middle of this life. Man, here it is just surrounding you. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for the sophisticated cinematography of this movie. Yes. I feel like his stuff has been pretty straightforward. Lighthouse yeah. was in like a 4-3, four, three, four, like three old-timey crank you know? camera look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this the, the cam- witch was very sparse, gorgeously, yeah. you know, naturally filmed, but very sparse. But the camera in this thing is moving and gliding like a drone through these shots, yeah. going through the boats, going up over the walls. So it's a uh, it was a couple really, weeks ago. I saw or three, four. Really surprising. I saw this absolute miserable experience of a movie called Ambulance. Oh, that's the new, the new Michael, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. What a piece, man. It was a bad watch. What a bad, <laughs> terrible movie that I got tricked into seeing by the internet. How did Jake Gyllenhaal like start starring in all these bad Jake movies? Jake Gyllenhaal's pretty great in it, but it's a lousy <laughs> movie, man. It's this weird propaganda piece for EMTs. Like oh, treating like, them like, appreciate like tre- yeah. EMT enough. Yeah, it's like it was made by an EMTs union and they just got Yeah, we got Bay and Gyllenhaal. Like it's so weird. It's People like, don't respect the EMT. Yeah, anymore. we get like a lot of war propaganda and like a lot of CBS show propaganda. Yeah, but no EMT like treated as like soldiers propaganda. I guess not. That was ambulance. Nice, awful. Okay. <laughs> and Michael Bay used all these drone shots. 
oh, yeah. that looked insanely stupid. <laughs> it was just like a kid playing with a drone, right. like flying over. It just looked like chopped Whee! up shit. Man. <laughs> it was awful. They swooped in shots for no reason. Like, who, what was that a bird view? Yeah. What are we doing? What are it we was. Doing, Mike? It looked clueless. Terrible swoops. I was so on board for every swoop that Eggers put into this movie. Mm -hmm. Every swoop felt like my stomach was churning out on the high seas of the shitty North Atlantic. Oh man, yeah, swooping through a village down under through. Oh my god, it was. It's an epic movie, and I <laughs> think that just that scale was like I wasn't ready for. Such I wasn't a ready for such scale. a jump up because Eggers is. These are very contained movies. Yeah. He's done these first two. And this thing is, you're crossing seas and lands. And, yeah. Uh, very like epic. Exploring, medieval man. kind of. You go from, so I was expecting, it sounds so foolish now that I've seen this film, soaked this in three times. Yeah. In like two Soak weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, I was expecting, not knowing very little about the movie, just knowing that it was Eggers and his whole team, mm -hmm. you know, his production crew and art. I thought it was going to be like The Witch. Like, about a Viking village. Like, they're not always out, like, slaving and raping the hell out of people. You know, they got recovery time, too. <laughs> so I thought it was just going to be about, like, a, yeah, sparse Viking village and probably a lot of stuff about Odin. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting this huge, giant budget epic. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, this looks as good or better than anything that, you know, Spielberg could have done a Viking movie. I can't see it looking as any more incredible than some of the shots here. This yeah. was just a, after you've a seen, movie, man. After you've seen things that have claimed to go hard, like Game of Thrones or, yeah. you know, the the Valhalla movie that... Uh, oh, yeah, Valhalla it. Rising. The, the, yeah, yeah, Valhalla not the Scars. Rising. This is the Skarsgård one. Yeah. That was the Mickelson one. Yeah. The, com <laughs> but, uh, the competing Nordic movies. Every other Viking movie that thought it went hard is like, no, this, this movie put it put it right in the guts. Man. This is a gut wrench. I was not ex I, I was not expecting so much violence in this. So movie too. before you and I saw this, this is the first time you've got to come out to a theater since X, right? This is the first one yeah, we've yeah. done. All right. So yeah, you made it a point to do this. Couple months, and I didn't want to tell you anything about this movie, but I wanted to tell you that there was things that I couldn't stop thinking about in good and terrible ways. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't describe them to you, but you had to see. And there's some just tough stuff to watch, man. This is a tough movie. This thing opens up with like <sighs> leather daddy rituals. Dude. A lot of lot of uh, people pretending to be animals in this movie. Yeah, doing a pretty good job at it. Uh, some a lot of savagery on display for yeah, two hours. Yeah, the opening shot of you know. King Ethan Hawks <laughs> returned to his kingdom from battle. The way the movie just keeps pulling back and pulling back and opening up on this town, you see this convoy spread out. And mm -hmm. Suddenly there's 200 people on the screen. This is like one of those biblical epics at times. Oh, yeah. This is huge. The way that some of these scenes just kept opening up and showing this vastness and this unpopulated land because it's the like 900 yeah there's a lot less people around Dude, and this, especially in iceland I, I think there's like nine people there right yeah this is a deep <laughs> deep game of telephone here at this point it was one of those where i was like why did they decide to build the town there like anywhere around <laughs> yeah. here it's the same it's down in this empty valley yeah sure <laughs> and so i looked up like since I, I watched this movie i was like you know i never really read much about iceland 
The only thing I knew about Iceland was like Bjork, and she's in this movie. So that yeah. that just confirms it. So, <laughs> and I, uh, so I was like looking up uh, some info about this time, right? This period of time was literally known as the age of land taking. Oh, well, there you go. When you're living through an age <laughs> of land taking, that sucks. Like that's the official the name of it, right? The land, I yeah, guess. it's good to be the king, but the king is like literally one day away. Could be the taker. It's a good message. Yeah, that one dude Harold from Norway was apparently the one that cleaned up. Ah, uh, they mentioned that guy. He moved in and just kept. O- it's like Starbucks coming into town. They mo- they take out the mom and pops. They sell him off his chattel. Yeah, there's it's a, a lot story of just, for our time. There's a lot of taking power. Yes. in this movie, nothing. It's all it is, and and it's all about tra- you know the yeah we we see Ethan Hawke return home, incredible he, return. He's to got a Nicole muddy place. Kidman for his uh, queen, and then he's got this little kid, twelve year old. Uh, yeah, some good child acting in this. Yeah, a couple good twelve year olds that I'm not familiar with, and they immediately are like, "All right, I'm injured. We need to give you your manhood <sighs> ritual." Man. And uh, I see one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on film. <laughs> this is the first ten minutes, and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is the intro. We've we saw the Green Knight together. Yeah. So that opening scene where you know he's returned from battle, he's celebrating with his kingdom. The mood is jovial. Mm-hmm. It's got those same like oh man this huge round table like there's a little bit of royalty there even though kings seem to be just randomly appointed. <laughs> Whoever could murder someone and then not be murdered for a longer period of time. But could be murdered any day. That's literally. pretty much how it works, right? Literally every day yeah. you could be murdered. By the way, the movie has so many people that are like my age. I have no idea how you get to be 40 years old in this time. There's so many people that just that get far? like killed with arrows while they're like on the way to the store in I, this film. There's a there's a whole land-taking scene well, pretty yeah, early we'll on. We'll get to the roost. But it made me roost. think, yeah, it made me think that same thing. Like Those people must have spent years building this village, <laughs> yeah. cutting down the hundreds of trees to make this fence. And they're like, man, I hope those wild bear dudes don't show up because uh, <laughs> yeah. they're gonna they're gonna kill us they, all. And if it's they do. all over. And oh no, they showed up. I, and it was just like, man, yeah, the time that these people put into, and it just goes these away. Societies in just an disappear because it just it's incredible. And again, you know, I looked up uh, criticism to this movie because I don't. I was taking it at its word for its historical accuracy. Yeah, by all no accounts, reason to doubt it. this is historically accurate. Some of it is legend, but it's from the legendary texts yeah. from, you know, the 1200s. Right. So this authenticity and the way he's shooting it, you just feel there through this scene. You feel there through that celebration, this great, dim, naturally lit room, and mm-hmm. these weird rituals that you just get jumped into. Willem Dafoe is a fucking <laughs> court jester. Will Defoe wear the classic jester like Bell's hat making dick jokes? It's ridiculous. Just late eighteen late eight hundreds dick jokes. Willem Defoe just gets like probably a hundred things thrown at him and he gets to choose the most fun to do. Man, what a guy. We talked about him in Nightmare Alley recently and Yeah. Everything he does just seems like, man, that sounds like he's having so much fun doing that. <laughs> and this what is a career, just, right? One of them again, he delivers one of the great bizarre rants in the lighthouse and they're just like, we're going to have you kind of do that again. Within and the last two and a half months, I've seen him in the theater in a Spider-Man movie <laughs> and doing like a naked Icelandic ritual to <laughs> Odin. Like within two months of each other. And it's incredible. Yeah. 
<laughs> Again, very surprising that this movie is playing in a theater to me. Like, yeah. It's so bizarre. Let alone like making money and let alone a theater some movie studios uh, spending money yeah. to do this. Yeah. There's without a- like a guaranteed name behind it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I, uh, I, the, the thing I knew about this movie going in is what I heard was that you know the studio had notes and there was some tinkering because it is like okay. a ninety million dollar budget or something. Yeah, and, and Eggers said it. he delivered the most entertaining version of the film. So okay. I'm thinking straightforward <laughs> stuff, entertaining. Yeah. They want something that's going to bring the money back. Sure. An, adven- and, an adventure epic. And apparently he delivered this version of the film. They had no more notes. Good to go. <laughs> wow. And then I'm watching this thing where Ethan Hawke's burping and the kid's farting. And <laughs> and that's right before there's and, tons of decapitations and the worst deaths you've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, then he gets hit with nine arrows. And it's just like, then we get, yeah, women and children getting burned. Then we get, it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is the most entertaining This version? is one of the gorier movies I've ever seen. And I think the be- gore was so visceral because you said you you are there. You feel like you're in that village, yeah, watching it get overrun by these wild men. Yes, and that's why it's upsetting. To <laughs> it watch was so some upsetting. Of this, movie. this movie gets so upsetting so quickly. Yeah, that first five feel minutes, cool. man. <laughs> that first five minutes is such this like the king is back and everybody's just like having mead. Yeah, and like laying about kind of casually, like man. What a vibe. <laughs> These guys are doing pretty good. This is like a return from battle chill out. This is yeah, good. You lose the that kids like quick. The kids getting into it, you know, long live. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, everybody's accepted. There's jokes. Guys are joking. It's cool. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Seven minutes in, it's just again. death. It's just death and like trauma. <laughs> just yes. a visceral trauma. For two hours, man. And it made me think of that uh, notion of like generational trauma. Yeah. And like, maybe we're all so fucked up because (laughs) 1,300 years ago or something, we were just in the era of land taking and just killing each other like cattle. You know what doesn't seem that long ago? 1,300 years ago. That's that's pretty close in the grand scheme of things, I'm doing the math right. Yeah. Because I was trying Feels to do the math, I was close. like, "There's no way that's only. There's no way this movie is only 1,300 years Feels in the too past." Too close. Because this feels what like 15 generations? Nah, that's close. Yeah, that's still that's close in the rear view. We're still carrying some of that. That's around. like one town over. That's too close. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we barely missed segregation. That's My a, parents were right in the middle I of know, that. Right? That's weird. So this, yeah, not that far back. <laughs> Not far back. We didn't miss just being fucked. <laughs> just by, like, doesn't feel that big. Awful. And this movie made me think about that for, like, two hours. Yeah. It made me thankful for everything I oh my have, God. dude. Eric, after going home from this movie, I was like... <laughs> you put walked on my, home. I, I put on my pajamas. Well, yeah, that... Yeah, you were just like, nope. But I had my head out forward like Skarsgård, just grunting oh, my whole way home. No. Oh, man. The walk this guy has. <laughs> what a but but yeah I get home I'm like putting the pajamas on I'm like ooh I'm gonna have a little peanut butter yeah get some <laughs> peanut butter eating some peanut butter with a spoon when I get home oh man I Dad, like I, live I came home and had graham crackers <laughs> exactly like, what a puss <laughs> are you kidding me I'd be dead a hundred years ago Jesus. no chance in this movie again I was just feeling man I was yeah I was being I so was right thankful for you. everything man because. This kid, that man, the scene you're talking about, the ritual. I don't know how accurate this ritual is. 
I think I saw an Eggers interview said where that's the one thing that he embellished. Right. You know, he put in some of his and Ethan Hawke's winks. <laughs> he let De- that was all he Hawk. let Defoe kind of <laughs> off the hook and yeah, yeah, unchain this a little bit. <laughs> Once you're in this little smoke lodge, eating this psychedelic fish brine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Howling at the moon, getting all smoky and hazy in there. And the camera starts zooming into like Willem Dafoe's <laughs> eyes locking onto yours. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I think that movie hypnotized me in that scene. And I was just sitting there with my jaw open for the next two hours. Willem Dafoe in like a leather thong. Yeah. Basically. They're crawling around in dirt. It's so dirty weird as shit hell. In this movie. Yeah. God, these people are filthy. It sucks so bad. But uh, yeah. Also, though, I do have to say, several times in the movie, I was like, this is also The Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it's Shakespeare. (laughs) Shakespeare Shakespeare probably got it from this. These guys were before him. The final epic battle in the volcano. And I'm just like, this is kind of like, this is basically Lion (laughs) King. Eggers is just ripping off Mufasa. Like the guy's, yeah, this guy's basically Scar. We're getting a we big Scar We did get the vibe. hallucinogenic singing hyena scene that I'm not questioning until yeah, now. there you go. We yeah. do get a lot of those kind of I th- beasts. I thought one of them was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, the Whoopi cameo was odd. That does, now you can't get used to that. But yeah, no, this is Hamlet. This is the king. Yeah, yeah. This is the, the future king getting revenge on his uncle who took the throne. Mm-hmm. You know, Shakespeare's a fucking hack <laughs> he's just reading up on the tales of hamlet yeah, guys it didn't start with shakespeare yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm i am so into this movie that I, if somebody told me that i'm like yeah fuck shakespeare <laughs> like i'd buy in i would immediately push all in on this I mean, Norse. what do we really know about this yeah. so-called i'm shakespeare. like nope eggers told the hundred percent truth yeah this is real i'm in this movie i'm i'm convinced i was so in, I'm I've been on a big Ethan Hawke kick. I think we both have the last few years. You know, I, man. Of course, after he's inter- another guy. He just seems like he only, like Defoe like does the interesting stuff. Yeah, before we got like also you know, gets be- on Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> course we got before before midnight. You know, we got and that was great. In a Valley of Violence is so great. First Reformed yeah, is incredible. You know, the guy yeah, guy's doing some of his best best ever. Boyhood, he's so good in Boyhood. It's been like the last decade. It's been my favorite Ethan Hawke decade. So I'm settling into this Ethan Hawke movie. Mm. From here on, people, there's going to be nothing but spoilers. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Go see this movie, but we're also gonna talk, it's Hamlet. We're going to talk about every minute of this movie in exhausting detail. Oh boy. So you're going to be spoiled. <laughs> and uh, Ethan Hawke dies. Ethan Hawke yeah. dies quick. Booms. Like eight spears, arrows to the neck. Long deaths. Almost where it's like, this should have been Sean Bean. Like, oh, this man. This is a total Ned Sean, this Stark This is a seven-minute of Sean Bean. He can knock this out in a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Bean's born do for this, this work. He'd do this backwards. I'm born for it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sean, we need you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to ask. But we. Get, I thought this was going to be a tale of, like, the boy king. And it is. But mm. it was not the tale. The dark tale I was expecting. Once we get... Within five minutes of this, you know, I you're too young to be greeted as a boy. Like, ah, oh, as the boy king. We're going to see his journey. Didn't expect the journey to go tits up this quick. <laughs> Man, he is out for like a stroll with his dad. I think they're just leaving the smoke they, lodge. Yeah, they, they literally the are reading their... Ritual. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, what do you think, pancakes? Or... <laughs> yeah, thunk, thunk. <laughs> 
Just like spears from every it's like direction. like the next morning. It's the morning after his return. Yeah. Foom, foom. And I love when the movie starts immediately tying in the beliefs in Odin. You know, this is mm. a movie about uh, the pre-Christianity influence of this area, right? Before Christianity spread. Right, right. And that conflict and the wars that rose from that with the old Viking beliefs. And, you know, this is about that. And uh, I just wasn't expecting to get into all that (laughs) in such a real way. And when this boy is, like, becoming a king, right? Wow, he's, like, 12, 13. He's greeted as a man now. And the very next day, your dad gets arrowed up, decapitated in front of you, and you're next. And your uncle calls for your head. Yeah, your yeah. uncle. That's what I say. Shakespeare, man. Eight minutes into the movie, this kid yeah. is running for his life. A twelve year old boy king, man. <laughs> Nothing but nightmares after this. Let me tell you. Yeah. In a movie filled with more than a handful of scenes that I can't unsee. We get a guy get his nose cut off his face. Oh like, yeah. Within ten minutes. That, and that is that I couldn't I couldn't stop not wanting to touch my nose. <laughs> All right. So still there. Still so there. When this kid is on the run, right, and all these gross-looking... Because everybody looks so gross then. Even uh, the good-looking guys look sweaty, gross, right? Just con- even the, the, the like beards you said, are unkempt. Yeah. So this brother, like, beard. he's got a cool, like, he's the black-bearded yeah. one. And even he looks dirty, but yeah. cool. And But all these grimy, ugly pirates of the Caribbean that are rubbing, running after this kid. Ugh. And the kid, like, rips off a nose to escape. But what I didn't notice is that he cut it off with his little dagger. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the first dagger. time I saw oh, it. You thought he just ripped it off. I thought he just ripped a guy's <laughs> nose off like lickety split. And I was horrified. Is that what that ritual does? Can you rip off a nose that easy? I was so scared. I thought like, dude, I could roll over in bed and lose my fucking nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you go down kid, the stairs the wrong way, that baby dude, pops right I off. I could snatch it off in a heartbeat. Yeah. And... My nose is probably like my best feature. If I lost my nose, I'm sunk. I'm nothing. I got nothing. And oh god, it was the most disgusting thing. That's so great. So the next time I saw the knife, I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, that okay. Per- that insulates me All a right. little bit. Still though, that's better. But still, that seemed easy. Like it, yeah, it was like butter. Yeah, that just was soup. A, that that was nose, a sharp did, little yeah, no knife. resistance, just yeah. a slash. And uh, oh god. So already this kid's escaping by rowboat oh, into the choppy sea. seas. He just goes out to the ocean, vowing revenge on his on his uh, for his father. Yeah, but Ethan Hawke's death scene. He got a good one. He's out of this movie real quick, but his brother really lets him tell it like it is. <laughs> I, I was his brother should have shut him up, man. It's like he just lets him yell at him for a few minutes. Like, all right, get it out of your system. I think he kept it was just like, how is this guy still alive? He had arrows like spurting blood out of his throat and he's still just like, and let me tell you another thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy is just like, are you, he's like coming in on his horse with an eye cocked, like fucking seriously? Right. Yeah. Like, because Ethan Hawke really tells him how this guy's life is going to go. It really turns true. He, Ethan Hawke, I like how they killed him off really, really quick, but they really gave him a prophecy. Mm-hmm. His son's fate was fulfilled. Like, and he, it's on rewatch, it's like, oh, yeah, he really lays it out for old 
Philomir. Just right I'm not even going to try to oh, talk the names about are any tough. of these names. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I, I can't do it. I'm going to suck like it all and... Amleth. I can do Amleth and Gunner. Gunner. Those, I can do them. Gunner's good. <laughs> but Fjolnir is going to be a tough <laughs> one for me to not choke on. So, <laughs> yeah. Again, but, I can't believe those names existed only 1,300 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It seems too far away. How'd Gunner make it? Gunner People that through. into it, Gunner made it Well, the through. gun was invented. They're like, we got it. Oh, this is sick. <laughs> We're keeping this. Yeah, that's probably it. It's probably as simple as that. That's why I love. We're like just thirteen hundred name like years away from our name being something like Olga of the Birch Forest. <laughs> like ah, we miss we did miss like the of the, mm. which would have been cool, but I don't know if it's worth it personally. <laughs> but this becomes immediately just a revenge epic. Oh yeah, revenge epic. We get like a 20-year flash forward to someplace, yeah. what, the land of Rus. Ooh, yeah. The most harrowing chapter in a movie of, in recent memory. It said it was filmed in Scotland and uh, okay. Iceland. So they I'm kept referring to them as like, like Slavic. Scotland. So that's kind of the Euro-Asia area. This yeah. movie, there's land taken. This is the age taking. of land taking. I don't think they ever say the word Viking in this movie, right? They, no, I don't they think talk so. about Valhalla. Valhalla comes in a lot, and they do say Berserker. Mm. They do refer themselves in the Berserker during their trance ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not actually Viking. There's no like horn on the helmet. I mean, they got some cool but shit. Those are, they're that's warriors. Not, man. That's not accurate. On the, the horn helmet is not accurate to the Vikings. We, we talk about the vast cast. All the extras. Oh, my God. All these backgrounds, man. So Just many bearded dudes. The Viking warships alone. The Vikings journey into the land of Rus, where that swooping camera comes down. Man, some of these scenery shots. How do you scout locations yeah. for a movie like this? Uh. This movie covered so much different terrain in some of these shots. The shocking thing about it is that it wasn't a full series HBO show or mm. something. Like, you think if they're already spending this money on these locations and sets, like, no, 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 stretch this to 10. We're always stretching out for content now. It's crazy this was got to be allowed to be made as a movie. Yeah. The next Predator movie is going straight to streaming. Yeah, what's that you know, about? How'd this not become just a Hulu original? It's crazy we're seeing this in the theater. Because yeah. from the second the Vikings <laughs> are on this screen, man. Holy Yeah, because shit. we put all that money into this great, accurate cool, sweeping, epic Viking story. Yeah, in which we watch these dudes go insane, yeah, climb, get, climb into a peaceful village, and wreck everything. Ruin everyone's Kill life. everyone. Ruin the lives of, babies of a out thousand of people. Yeah. yeah. And we see it all, man. The shot of them journeying into this land, they're just coming into town on their warship, shooting everyone they see, just picking them off with arrows. These people, as you said... Had been there for years. <laughs> They've had societies built up. They have religions they follow. They have an order to things. And one day, the berserkers come sweeping into town and everything's gone. Yeah. That's it. You're slaves for life. You're now, now. yeah. The ones they don't burn in the giant oh. mess hall, they uh, take as slaves. And then they take the. the this is what's so funny to me. They, <laughs> they take these 20 slaves. Across, on a five-minute montage of walking and sailing, and you're in the rain. and Dude. Alexander Skarsgård, our North man, who's oh, yeah. one of the wild men, uh, pretends to become a prisoner 
or, or to well, he finds out after becomes this a slave to get to his brother uh, or his uncle. Yeah, we got to talk about the raid on Roos. Yeah, yeah, sure. We got to go there because we get probably the most harrowing tracking shot I've ever seen. It's like a four and a half minute tracking shot of their raid. After the Vikings, the Berserkers, whomever, I'm sure they have a very Nordic name that I'm not going to pronounce. Right. That has like a very metal font. You can tell why all those like black metal bands come from Norway. Oh, yeah. Shit. When this is your culture, how are you not making just... And this movie has all that great like proto-doom metal throat singing. Oh, yeah. So many actors said they had to learn throat singing for this. That's badass. That's, a, that's you how you to, know it's accurate. You have to go to a, cam- a throat singing camp. Yeah. To get into character. But this cast of berserkers, man, once they come sweeping into town and we sit in on their rituals, it's like the way the movie The Witch ends. You peeking in on their ritual, you are immediately seeing the ritual of these like wild beasts. And that was the, uh, that's what the berserkers were. They would get put into a hypnotic trance where they believed they were invincible. Yeah. And let me tell you, they looked like it. They looked invincible <laughs> for this four and a half minute tracking shot, man. Yeah. When I don't Al- know if they took a single hit. When Alexander Skarsgård catches that first spear, bad sign, and throws it back, bad you know, sign. That whole village is like, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah, man. I jumped in my seat so many times when I wasn't frozen to my chair. I got a jump and a startle so many times, man. But when a spear comes flying at my face and Skarsgård just catches it and then picks the guy off clean from 20 yards. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Damn. 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 I wasn't prepared for all the child killing. That's a shock. That's a thing I don't expect in a movie anymore. The movie made a lot of interesting choices with violence. (laughs) Because I'll say, the more I saw it, my impressions the first time, like with you, Mm -hmm. was that it was one of the most violent, upsetting things I've ever seen. But on rewatch, it's impressive the way he does keep things off camera and the things he does choose to show. Oh, yeah. Once the raid started, I was already going, well, getting a lot of rapes. Uh, This looks like a rapey bunch. This is going to be bad. Yeah doesn't really address it yeah it implies it we know it's happening but there's never anything the most we see is like a girl getting dragged by the arm screaming for like a second so i was sitting there going great now we get this this violent five minute rape scene no doubt gotta go for accuracy guys gotta do this yeah right so i like that he didn't do this i'm glad he didn't go there he showed so much practical effects upsetting gore though that it was just like yeah, I'm going to be tasteful on the rape stuff, but you're getting some busted mouths and uh-huh. hacked limbs and awful, like, eye socket cave-ins and just the worst, awful, un- ugh, and brutal just, stuff like you said, just, just the constant buzz of women and children screaming. Just a constant <laughs> screaming terror. And it was terrifying. And it was such an amazing shot. And to hear about how they just had to do, it's Kubrick, man. It's him doing 35 takes. Oh, wow. Of this and doing it in real time and mapping it out. Wow. Insane, right? Because it's a full shot and there's so much. And it's definitely much... like Alexander Skarsgård doing all of this stuff. Yes. Shirtless. Dude, looking where? Looking cut. Man. Looking. These guys were. Holy cow. Man, that's it. Well, that's... How, how scary is this? How You're just going about your Tuesday. 
and the craziest dudes you've ever seen just start <laughs> murdering everything. This is the Quiet Place 900s. Yeah, yeah. You were going oh, about your day, and suddenly every man in town is getting hatched up. All the women and children are... You notice how dedicated they are to not killing women and children? Because they have what I noticed on rewatches. There's the sweeper B team that comes in to get all the women and kids. The Vikings go in. The the Berserkers go in there to chop up every dude in town except for the ones they keep as slaves. And then the B team gets let in through the open gates. There's so much happening (laughs) in this shot that I'd never noticed until like the third time I saw it. To see the other backup Vikings opening up the gate from the inside, and then more people come come in on like horseback. It's so insane, That's crazy. and it's all one shot. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I cannot see any of the best visionary directors out there making anything as masterful as this. There's been attempts to, you know, Game of Thrones had a massive budget, mm-hmm. and there was some great stuff from that show, and I don't think it touched this. This was just. This was real. Yeah. <laughs> this was real. And uh, you're so busy, at least I was, so busy rooting for them to not kill women and children <laughs> that it's like I almost didn't notice how they were loading every single child under a certain age into one building. Like, then that moment hits you. You know, you're seeing a lot of terror going on. You're seeing nothing but mm-hmm. the worst day of this village's life. <laughs> you don't notice how bad it's about to get oh god oh, yeah. so that's what you did the ones you couldn't sell as slaves you just burned them up well yeah so that's this was an efficient operation they got going they take a handful of slaves mostly women yeah Skarsgård stows a way to become a slave to get to his well uncle. he overhears that some of these slaves are going to yeah. old fuel yeah and then he gets we get a little like kind of iced tea back back fill in log <laughs> iced tea on law and order be like talking about a street drug. He's like, yeah, they said the guy's name is Fjolnir. Killed his brother. Son got away, supposedly. Never right. found the body. And he's just like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. sure, sure. Yeah. It's like the EMT in any sequel. It's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, yeah, this guy had a sister named Jane. Yeah, this guy knows a lot about... Also, how do you go about ordering a batch of slaves in 900? Well, that's the thing. How do they find... It's like, hey, yeah, we got this guy out in Iceland needs 20. He's, yeah, he's like, whenever you come back with some slaves, I'll take a look. How but do you know they were going to raid the Rus? They go again. They go oversea. They get flooded. They go God. through desert and tundra and land. They show up at at uh, Bad Uncle's uh, place. Yeah. He oh, looks, so, yeah. This, he looks at him. He goes like, nah. Yeah, he's like, I don't need nah, it. None of these look good. Just kill them all. Yeah. Like, they, yeah they that's because they had days they, bringing them here. Five years. They were probably on the road for a month. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, things are shit, six, man. Six months. Yeah, yeah, sorry, none of them are like skipping. Yeah, they went through the shit, bro. <laughs> sorry, we couldn't get them here in like pillows. These people got it tough, man. They're like, fucking slaves. Like, dude, it's you're not like yeah, you don't have to pay them. <laughs> like he literally was like, this, no, not worth it. Oh, man. not worth the gruel I feed them. So yeah, I love the uh, how you know, Ethan Hawke tells him that he's he's gonna fail. His kingdom's gonna fall. Yeah, this won't last. You know, you can't usurp me and take my wife. Someone took, and then someone took his land. So yeah. now he's just like and then a sheep lit- farmer. Like a, from, the, from the sounds of this know-it-all berserker, <laughs> yeah. who was like a small guy, so I bet he was just like kind of like 
sharpening a sword like yeah i heard something <laughs> you know he's like the sweeper team i'm sure yeah he was the guy because well, they send in the smaller guys that was my only that'd be my only shot you said you said the iced tea thing it made me think of in law and order where the guy's like packing a truck like oh yeah bobby <laughs> yeah, that's guy. yeah he used to go out with him yeah yeah he worked here hasn't shown up in a couple days Oh yeah, he's stacking a Said couple crates over here. Slaves. Yeah. Just stacking up these uh chickens, you know. <laughs> yeah, that guy's this guy's just like sharpening a sword going, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Flolnir? Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, but taking this batch to him. From the sounds of the, if this guy's to be believed, after he puts like four arrows into his brother and like three or four spears mm-hmm. into his torso, and then gets does a decapitation that takes three tries. Ugh. A three-try decapitation. That's is, how you know he's weak. Yeah, exactly. So that's a tough tough way to kill your brother. <laughs> and from the sounds of it, like a week later, Harold <laughs> from Norway swept in and was like, nope, you aren't set up yet. I'm going to take this. Yeah. The oh, guy he took got that immediately land. boned it. Just immediately fl- had to flee to Iceland. The middle of goddamn nowhere. The only property you can get is directly down the hill from a volcano. <laughs> That's how bad this Probably dude had to deal. flee. That's how bad this dude had to get the hell away from Harold of Norway. He had to go up only there's like two other dudes on Iceland and he's the guy living underneath the like yeah. the gates of hell. The two other guys are like get the fuck out of here. Go go live by the volcano. <laughs> we'll see you at the once a year <laughs> violent sport we enjoy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, Jesus. So yeah, they weren't even trying to get that ball. So, um <laughs> I uh, this is one of those movies that I like. I said stood there staring, just transfixed, like in a hypnotic trance, eating my Mike and Ikes. Oh yeah, couldn't look away. You know, I was hooked, and I had no idea. Time was useless to me now. I didn't know by the time that uh, he was like escaping to be a slave, and we were hearing about what happened to Fjolnir and all that. I didn't know if I had been watching a movie for an hour and a half or like five minutes. Right. It was. I was lost in this thing already. Right. And so this time I looked at my my clock when the raid on Roos started. It's like 25 minutes in? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? You're you're hitting people with that this early? A life of slavery. Boom. On an afternoon. They wipe out this whole society in a less than 24-hour period. Bjork shows up at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bjork shows up as, like, the female version of Willem Dafoe. She's like, yeah, she's like, remember that ceremony you did 10 minutes ago in the movie? <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing that back But it back was, like, 20 now. years back in this life. I was well, like, because they do a whole thing of, like, you've cried your last tears Oh, Willem boy. Dafoe grasps, like, a crystal tear from his eyeball. Yeah. And, like, and I was like, this is the last ooh. tear you'll cry in fear. But, yeah, like, when ooh, I saw that, that's I was gonna like, come back. okay, the tear's going to come back at the end when he needs it the most. Yeah. No, tear comes like back two ten scenes later. minutes later. Yeah. The next town over, he's got like, the tear back. He's like, all right, all right, I'll go on my quest. passed it up to the Cirrus out of town. I pretended to be a bear long enough. <laughs> Better I get was, on my way. I was so into this movie the first time I watched it, I didn't know, I, I knew Bjork was in it. But then at the end of it, I was like, huh, didn't know when Bjork showed up. And then the second time, the second Bjork shows up, I was like, ah, oh, it's the woman that looks and sounds exactly <laughs> like Bjork. That's the one. That's yeah, who yeah. she was. The one with the fun costume. Yeah. The one with the costume that looks like every Bjork album. That's the one. Exactly. Perfect fit. Love that they included her. You know, you got you to gotta get Iceland, Bjork. Have to. 
Yeah, it seems like film did, in there. You gotta use it's, it. It's good that they did all their like stunt casting early. Like Defoe and Bjork show up and are done in thirty minutes. That's the only thing I heard about the movie. I knew it had Bjork and Will oh. Defoe, <laughs> and it was Eggers. I thought the movie was about them. Oh no! What an no. idiot! <laughs> I never know anything. Oh, wish I could add some warning just, for this, but Jesus, it's just about muscular, muscular <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård. He is hulking. It's ridiculous. I've seen buff Skarsgård before, like cut abs Skarsgård. Yeah. But this is like Channing. Uh... <laughs> he had the he had the shoulders going. He's yeah, like from a lifetime like of rowing. Tatum buff, like yeah. uh, big, and he had those that hunch. Like you, they all had this barbarian hunch. Yeah, so they were like vaguely Neanderthal, like you know, totally. Yeah, they, all doing it, just lurching around town and swinging axes, and jaw out, just. Brutal. One of my favorite shots in the movie. It's not funny, funny. <laughs> but after they, uh, after they're like done killing every male in town and chaining up the ones they're gonna sell as chattel, there's a shot of like twelve Vikings on the A team just sitting on stumps, breathing heavy. <laughs> just <worn laughs> like out. that's what you you just like you fucked up a town and they're all just like. <sighs> Like, they're all just catching their breath after the sacking. It's a long day of sacking. And so that's when all the other people are, like, doing the herding. Like, all right, come on, over here. Like, my best chance would be if I was, like, found and not killed by these people and not sold, I'd be, like, a sex slave for, like, a decade. (laughs) But then by the time I was, like, probably 20, then I'd probably be, like, on the B team at least. Like, if I could stick around through that age. You grow up a, you uh, grow out of a little bit. There was a hierarchy system even within these savages. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's not something I want to spend a lot of time thinking about. But yeah, but just this thought of these guys like after a like, you know, exo- like this would be like after a West Side Story take. There's probably a lot of guys in like Capizios just like, <sighs> yeah, all right, we're doing it again. Well, then that must mean. And then all these like, Vikings, yeah. There's like another convoy that comes later with the beer and the mead. For yeah. the celebration. There was a whole, like, everybody had their crew. Yeah. Remember the ones they sent in afterwards were, like, the ones that were, like, the actual slave traders. Right, right. It was that one woman saying, get me the strong ones. Like, she's the one that actually is, like, the, it's right. her slave But company. they must also have, like, the beer guy. Yeah, of course. Just, He's just the, waiting in the wings. That's the guy. That's, like, the, you can kind of hey, tell. good the, job, guys. You can Shh. tell, like, the kind of party guys in the group. Yeah. The party guys get, those are the ones that are probably, like, what the 55-year-olds get to do. <laughs> Like, if you live to 55, you're the one that shows up afterwards with, like, refreshments. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I mixed up the, the fucking LSD soup. <laughs> like, I did it. You know, this mead's going to get us messed. Have a good time, guys. Yeah, we go into his vision quest 10 minutes after his initial vision quest. This movie becomes heavy on the vision quests quick. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw Tree of Life in theaters and was transfixed in kind of a similar way, but, you know different than this one i didn't realize how influential tree of life would be on like a next Mm. decade of filmmakers there's so many of those weird like cross time journeys that we get you know like surprisingly gone through right first reformed had it too You're, you're suddenly going to this like extra plane of existence yeah that's i feel like that's kind of a new level for eggers like yeah showing the the tree of life in this movie yeah having the actual visions of valhalla like <laughs> the, the the previous two movies, it's all about like not showing it or or 
Yes. Leaving it in your imagination. Well, that's why the I was, whole I thing was, of the lighthouse, you never see what's in the lighthouse. Right, yeah, I was expecting the lo-fi thing for this you know? movie. And I like the his lo-fi thing. I love him working at five to eight million. Yeah. Him working at 60 to 90 million is insane. This guy stretches a dollar, man. Yeah. You know, I didn't expect but to yeah, see it's a very, this level. It's a very uh, ethereal feeling, just like mystic. But it's also the most kind of grounded feeling Viking story that you could think of with, yes. again, just the thatched roofs and the darkness and the dirt and the People were walking bread. around so willy-nilly with, with torches in <laughs> yeah. a day where everything was made of straw. These people are swinging them around to like look where things are in front of them. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Fire's kind of like our main concern when <laughs> other than getting slave turned over in a day. Maybe, yeah. This journey to the land of Rus, yeah, where Skarsgård overhears the most conveniently timed information he could have possibly heard for a boy who wants nothing more to get revenge these last 20 years. This, when there was a, in a land where like only one story was being told by the conquering band it's crazy how little time you had to get information from Mm -hmm. one town to the next so i have no idea how he ordered these slaves but they took an age to get there they crossed over seven different types of terrain i have no idea how long these people were walking with chains around their necks i love the bond that gets formed between skarsgård and anya taylor joy Mm mm-hmm I'm really becoming quite the fan of Anya Taylor-Joy. She's got, well, she has this, the like, okay, she's like a sexy grasshopper vibe. <laughs> and that's kind of weird sometimes. But <laughs> when you need someone to play Olga from the Birch Forest, you get someone with some of these Nordic Slavic features. She looks the part, yeah. She was great. Yeah. She was this perf- She's always great, definitely. She's, so I'm becoming such a fan of hers. And, uh... Man, I like the bond that gets formed between... She spots him as an imposter immediately. Oh, yeah. Sneaking into life as a slave to avenge his father. Oh, yeah. The jacked six-foot-four guy is going to be the slave. This guy was the A number one (laughs) suspect for every awful thing that happens for the rest of this movie. And I can't believe this guy hid in plain sight for as long as they did. (laughs) Yeah, really. These people... The 900s... The smartest dude in the 900s was probably a fucking dunce. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, do you know? So I would die. The earth. <laughs> I would die in an instant, but I bet I know so much more shit than some dude from nine fourteen. I could debate that guy so easy. It would be like debating a baby. Uh huh. But he would probably <laughs> beat the shit out of me. So, like, who's to say who would win? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't. I think you could probably like convince people of things pretty easy. There's a chance that lying hadn't even been invented yet. I'm no historian. <laughs> well, it's like the, it's like when he yeah when he shows up at Bad Uncle's house as the slave, convinces him to take him on. Yeah. Then it's like yes, yeah, just because he's a slave, no one thinks anything of anything he's doing. So. Yeah, by Even the way, he's did... clearly out and about every night doing oh, something, this... climbing on the roofs. Hell immediately comes. Like... So this guy lost his kingdom a week after he killed his brother and stole his brother's wife. Killed a bunch of people in the process, too. Oh, yeah. There was, like, bodies falling oh, yeah. from rooftops right in the way of you. Oh, man. Scary visuals in every scene of this movie. And, uh, like, a week later, the guy's fleeing to, to the volcanic Iceland. And now these people are just like, well, great, I guess... 
Tuesday we were fine. Wednesday we're on a boat to Iceland, a land we didn't know existed yesterday. Now we're going to yeah. be slaves for life. That's it. That's it. Now we're slaves. And this guy sends 16 of them back out of 20. What were his criteria? Mm-hmm. How did he order them? What quality? He He's like Obi-Wan sending back droids. They're all like, well, we've taken worse. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like, how, who are you to deny these yeah. slaves? You know how, how easily you how need do you these get people. these people to come out there and visit you? Small business entrepreneurship were tough. Back and then, then when you do take like four of them on and then immediately your people start dying and shit starts getting fucked up. You don't think maybe the four new people have anything to do with it? Okay. You don't want to maybe chain them to something so, at night? <laughs> we see a me. Oh, man. Life I'm, I'm critiquing slave. this guy's slave owning. Yeah. That's the same <laughs> thing. There's really a lot of really. There's a really bad vibe through every bit of this movie. <laughs> but honestly, who am I to critique the mores of the people in the 900s? <laughs> it was clearly a dog eat dog world. There was no kind of parliamentary rule of law back then. No. So, yeah. There's a scene later where there's like a giant orgy, and I'm like, you yeah, know, that was probably pretty normal. <laughs> they kill. They were much more willy nilly about killing, but they were probably cool about just like. By that time, I didn't even bat an eye at yeah. the orgy. I yeah. was just like, yeah, that's of course good what for they, them, man. Yeah, of course oh, they're, they're gonna run around naked in the woods. Best night of the harvest for them. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, the one night that off. Seemed, that and seemed like tame. It's probably the best night <laughs> they've had since all of their family burned alive and they had to hear the screams. It's the one time. Jeez, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after some of the stuff you see in this movie, you become just like, yeah, of course, whatever. Yeah, of course that I would happen. everything This happen. would happen. And he immediately, his first night in, he is already escaping out of the slave hut and already going all around town. He's taking trips up into the mountains. He's like, no, 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 I got to go see this like mound dweller. He goes to the mound dweller on night two. Yeah. Of moving to Iceland. This guy's getting no- his way around the neighborhood quick. So this is like another witch dude, right? The Mound oh, yeah, Dweller. Oh, yeah, he goes to see it. Well, the Mound Dweller's the big demon knight that, that he fights. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He goes yeah, to yeah. see just another shaman. Well, because, yeah. Some kind of, uh, you know. The shaman with Willem Dafoe's head. Yeah. Yeah, he who, has Who tells him to go get this. That I love that scene where he's like, good news. We made a special sword for you. <laughs> <laughs> You got to go get it from this uh, weird, yeah, demon Viking, but uh, it's a pretty cool sword. So <laughs> it's good. Go check it out. <laughs> we uh, thankfully somehow we get the off-screen description of uh, Defoe's death. Sounds like a bad one. <laughs> Tongue ripped out, eyes ones. scooped out, be- yeah. all before the decapitation. Every death oh, you yeah. see and hear about in this movie is worse than the last. That's what I mean. We got to be carrying some of that trauma still today. That's <laughs> yeah, it gets passed down in subconscious that's, ways. That's some brutal, sh- like brutal, is just the the word that was coming to my mind a lot in this movie. Like, damn, that's brutal. <laughs> so here's something I didn't tell you before we saw it, but on subsequent viewings, there's probably five or six scenes in this that I shut my eyes <laughs> during. <laughs> You're like, nope, don't Not need to see Not because it's just like scary, but more it's just like, <laughs> nope, that was fucking awful. I already got, I've already had the vision seared into my brain. I don't need it getting like a fresh coat. <laughs> there was a, there's one moment uh, further down where you actually see guts coming out in a, like a disembowelment. Yeah. And I, I was like, all right, all right. Jeez, come on, yeah. man. 
come on. This feels there was some real like Sam Yeesh. Raimi moments in some of the like gore, man. The guy getting disemboweled coming in just like oh, that's like oh well, that's just my nightmare. Seeing the hacks coming off of people's arms there some and stuff, flesh getting chunked out yeah. of people, man. The chunks. Yeah, that's the thing. Was this like, was, all the realism is just like. That nose guy shows up the whole movie. Oh, he's like the third build. At he's this, of course at one he's point. gonna get flee with fuel near yeah. in the raid. He's one of the guys that escapes. Doesn't bother getting like a fake nose. Just has the gaping open skull f- nose going. I mean, where do you get, who do you go to a I fake nose guy on, be on a, Iceland? They're making leather looking helmets. Someone's got to make a nose. Yeah, it's pretty impressive when a guy does show up looking pretty snazzy. Yeah, it's like man, what he's doing? What's this guy got going? Because this nose guy, I do like how they give all these tertiary characters, like, arcs. He's clearly the guy with now the worst, ugly... He's the ugliest man in the world. Mm -hmm. There were 72 people there. He's the worst. (laughs) He is officially the ugliest. Everybody knows it, and he knows it. This guy hates himself now. God, I couldn't watch him with his nose hole dripping blood. When he comes back into town after he lets the kid escape... And says, nope, he drowned. There's blood bubbles coming out of his nose holes. God, come on. God. That's what I mean. There's a few moments like that in this movie where you're just like, dude. One of the times, so I've always, Jesus. one of my favorite movie experiences when I was behind a woman, at, I've told this before, but Million Dollar Baby. Like, and every time Hillary Swank punched a woman, she would go, Jesus. <laughs> Like 50 times. Never got used to the hits. Never got used to them. Never got easier. Right behind me on one of my viewings, got a. it's like the same woman came back. And when the guy came back with a nose, Jesus. (laughs) And this time I'm like, fucking A. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) Like, I'm with you, girl. God. Yeah, we don't need to see that, Eggers. I'm with you. And uh, then it all just got worse. But I like that that guy is... The most ugly, insecure man in the world. And now he's like at least the boss of slaves. He's the one that takes it out the most on the slaves. The small man, you know. We get to know these kind of slavers. It's an impressively laid out epic. But this guy, Skarsgård, gets to business night one. He's got that sword like night two. His special sword that he saw in his vision... When he reached his full arm into his dad's body. Because <laughs> that's how you did it. That's how you existed, apparently. He defeats a skeleton king. Like, boom. Night and a half in. That was to pretty Iceland. cool. But they green-knighted us. A little bit. <laughs> they gave us like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing with this huge battle with the uh, the mound dweller. I like where, yeah, I like how you see it and then it's like, wait, did it happen? Did yeah. Did it not happen? It's this... I like how the movie makes its allusions to, hey, part of this is just based on what some guy that none of us know wrote right. in the 1200s. It is still legend. Yeah, a lot of this could be bull. Yeah. Like, and they do make it pretty clear, these people were all on drugs. Oh, yeah. Everybody time, was just on psychedelics constantly. Yeah. It was nuts. Nobody knew how to police these things. They were just partying. They were living hard and dying young. <laughs> because as Fjolnir says, like, you need to... Keep your guard up, because any day you could be a slave. He knows it. He's carved out a pretty mm-hmm. good existence. He can turn away slaves. Like, he could turn away Vikings. You know how scared I would be if, like, seven Vikings showed up on my property with my slaves, and I go, 
nah, go back from whence you came. I'd be thinking like, man, I've heard what these guys can do. I know how right. they got these Don't slaves. Don't piss them off. So this guy's kind of a badass. He really makes some stands. And I like seeing him get chopped down bit by bit. This mm. guy's a good heel to get good piece of shit. You know, good scar. Yeah, it's good that Alexander Skarsgård likes to fuck with him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. Skarsgård believes in fate. He believes fully into those visions. Those visions have become his destiny, his trip to Valhalla, you know? And he knows, night one, he goes, well, I could kill him right now, but gotta do it how my vision quest said to do it, because we believe nothing. <laughs> we believe in stuff that some guy made up. You know, we all believe in weird shit. Yeah. But... These people were believing in some different gods. Again, pre-Christianity. I was definitely people get, were kind of free, free solo in it. I definitely religions. felt like there was a bit of a yeah, like a religious extremism kind of message in there. Like, yeah, this is what happens when you fully believe that you're going to go to a great hall. Yeah, if you kill as many people as possible. Like I said, when and then they'd refer to the Christians <laughs> as like. Uh, there's a scene where he. Cuts up a bunch of soldiers and like sticks them on a wall somehow. He makes wall art with this is night two when he gets that yeah. special magic sword that can only be unsheathed at night, which leads to some really fun Jackie Chan moments where it's like <laughs> dawn and he's fighting as it with a club now. It's like Jackie Chan using it. And the movie's really careful weird, to do like, like you hear a rooster and suddenly he's like, Shit. yeah. But he, yeah, they, they think the bodies have been uh, assembled by. They, they call them Christians. Yeah. Like the guy's like, this must be Christians. They pray to a God who's a like, corpse on a stick. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. That's but the, what they that's thought. The, that they that thought, is what Christians When like. I say like, you know, I'm sure lying existed, but also these people could explain away anything with just like sorcery. Right. Like you, if some guy comes into town, the biggest hulking slave you've ever seen, no way you've turned away. <laughs> Come on. You're not turning away. Even look at him. You're bra- you need a guy for farm work, and you're like, man, this 230 pound beefcake. Nah. Also, with like perfect teeth, like they're checking the yeah, teeth. Like good choppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a lot. Yeah, it's just like a very interesting, like reoccurring themes of people as animals, people being used as animals. Yeah, that all existed up until like <laughs> four <laughs> generations before we were alive. Yeah. That thing that, you know, still happens. Is still happening. Just wasn't like the normal trades like it was in the eighteen yeah. and nine hundreds. Yeah. But so the, it's so great that like you see all that stuff so plainly, and then there is also the mystic part of like the the magic sword. Yeah. But all in the same. Exactly. Path. Yeah. You get that fantasy, and you know it's the same way the Green Knight. When we're just like, man, this is a cool knight's tale. This is the story, yeah. and it's just like, oh, there's land giants too. Okay, got it. <laughs> Say Land no giants, understood. Ghosts also, okay. Yeah. And so this is all just like you said, though. The excuse is way more real because these people were just high on the most exotic drugs. Any of us, they were like on an alien They ship. were showing them like holding mushrooms the size of a like. They looked a like just a huge Super Mario <laughs> mushroom, man. Yeah. And putting it into a to a violent stew. Like, yeah, yeah man. Like a gnome should have been resting under the shade <laughs> of that mushroom. <laughs> yeah. This movie really does handle all the fantasy well and keeps it grounded in such this disgusting reality. He makes corpse wall art with three soldiers. They were good boys. <laughs> yeah. He makes them into like a human man horse, but shaped with their torsos and legs all chopped and... It was gross. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Was gross. 
But since it was like 914, he's like, it was the gods. The gods are angry. We've displeased Freya. Like, sure. Well, what's so great is, yeah, they think they've displeased Freya, the god. So they're like, well, we better sacrifice someone else. Better kill another person. Yeah, better start killing. Just in case. This movie reminds me a lot that, man, every day is your death. Again, it seems like 50-50 every day for these people. This guy was going around cutting throats at one point, but let me tell you, (laughs) if I have a farm that can employ what seemed to be a good crew of 30, right? Mm -hmm. This This was a commune at this point. This wasn't just a farm. It was almost like a little village. Yeah, yeah almost. It was a, that's how societies grew, right? This is he. This guy was the beginning of the land of Rus. Yeah, this was the, he was in the first twenty years of his society, and uh, if like a new batch of slaves comes into town, and the next night three of my men get turned into like a centaur of their corpses. We are figuring it out right now. <laughs> That's what I mean. You we are not doing anything people? else today. We're gonna ask questions. <laughs> like you gotta at least know it's like, all right, well, back to the slaving. Well, like, yeah, no, like, figure it out. Do you think it's a god, or do you think it's the four people who don't want to be here who yeah, just showed up? The people who <laughs> who's whole families just got burned and they've been like raped for days i don't know i just don't know what the motive would be and amleth causes some chaos in three days here third night what he causes like a a wolf attack he connects what he bonds with wild animals and then makes every dog in town go crazy it's like murdering uh, everyone. It starts to feel like the seven plagues kind of shit. Yeah. Like a Moses story here. Because, so, yeah, he's just bringing the heat I love, every way. I love how they showed that he's waiting for his fate while he's also forcing his fate. Mm-hmm. Like, he is accelerating that path to a naked fight in a volcano. He is getting to that lake of fire. Oh, yeah. The gates of hell. It's not going to come to him. And he is joyously fucking with this man. The one man he's avenging. You know, oh, I love it. Yeah. And the bond between him and Anya Taylor-Joy is really nice. We get this kind of, we build like a great romantic scene. There's at a, the end. Yeah, they become sweethearts. Because he's allowed. He's such a good slave because he is physically superior to every other person in Iceland. That's when we get our, what, 900 sporting event. Our, you, oh god! It's like a rugby. This is like lacrosse, him go, football slug. one day after like the slaughter of all of his dudes, and what? Even a day after they all went crazy on psychedelics, and I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot right. of shit. He, he like poisons everyone's hard. Suit. Yeah, and uh, what they go journey to the other man who lives on Iceland's village. <laughs> And, like, yeah, they the bring five guy. good slaves, and he brings five slaves, and then they watch them just kind of murder each other for an afternoon. I guess that's what... This is no different... I mean, Mandingo fighting existed 150 yeah. years ago, so, God, a lot of slaves probably had to beat other slaves to death. For, well, the fact that there sport, was any... Huh? There was actual athletic skill on display. They had these lacrosse-looking sticks, and they would throw oh, the ball and hit a pole with the ball. Yeah. And these guys were actually hitting the pole with the ball. They would also then just beat each other like hockey players with their sticks. Oh, yeah. You're going to see seeing a lot of these clubs. Oh, God. And most of them didn't even know what they were up against. 
Just these guys oh, sent into a clearly sport. Clearly, no, no one told them what the Talking rules Game of, of Thrones, game. the big dude on the vi- other farms team, that's the mountain. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That bi- You get a I lot of big uh, Nordic guys cast in this movie, but that guy was up. He's a town. I think, I think they had an open casting call. Any big Nordic guy. Yeah, bring we, it. Bring a resume. Bring this a headshot. Is, this is a violent You'll get game, it. man. I can't watch that one scene where the guy gets his mouth cracked open. Yeah. Just a club right to the face. Nope, going to shut that. But also, Eggers doesn't show us that guy's face getting completely smashed in by like eight mm. straight headbutts. Oh, the yeah, yeah, Foley yeah. work in this movie is incredible. This is a splattery movie. <laughs> this yeah. is a sloshing, crunching, cracking, hacking movie. A lot of grunting thrown in there as well. <laughs> a lot of grunts. A lot of throat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of throat goats. A lot in this of growling. Movie. And, uh, but the, sh- man, anytime a guy's getting his face bones broken, takes a disgusting Foley technician to be crafting these noises. <laughs> just oh, cracking eggs. Just breaking watermelons <laughs> oh, in the grossest ways to get these disgusting sounds. Eggers doesn't show that. So he picks and chooses when the violence happens. Mm-hmm. The same way Cronenberg shows those fast glimpses. You know, a uh, guy getting a coffee pot smashed in his face or his nose broken up into his brain. Like You right. see this flash and it just hits you. And Eggers holds on. He chooses what he shows in this, and it's really effectively startling consistently throughout this whole thing. And it all just keeps getting worse for this dude. (laughs) My God. But I love that scene of Skarsgård proving himself to this farmer. He saves his boy. Mm -hmm. Who was going to get murdered by a man, by the mountain? He was going to get like his head crushed in because the kid ran onto the field while the adults were murdering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go, if you're on, if you go on the field, it's fair game. <laughs> they traveled like a full day to get there. They bring a whole caravan to go to their bloodletting sports. Weird times, man. <laughs> I tell you, weird times. But the but, party after. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's probably a good thing that TV was invented. Like, yeah, we needed distraction. Needed <laughs> we needed that. We need this stuff. Mandingo before. fighting went way down <laughs> once you know, TV yeah. came out. Man, thank God. You, yeah, it's like. We have have to give these people something else to do. If you can survive the most murderous sport of the time, the party after was great. That was a party. Mm-hmm. You get the guys singing some like cool songs while wearing the the uh, little cranberry hats. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <what laughs> the Holly uh, helmets. Holly that you put reef on. looking hat. Who I don't know who brought the celebration orgy. Yeah, uh, like the little wreaths, cherubs. But you see uh, in yeah, yeah. You get, and we get that mythical romance because Skarsgård's now allowed to, you're allowed to take a wife, <laughs> but you will always be a slave. Yeah. So yeah, he proved themselves. He's now in. The biggest suspect in all the land was just given, this is such a Donnie Brasco. Mm-hmm. He's just sneaking his way further into the family. And then the killings increase and increase. And it's just full-blown Shakespeare. Right down to all the edible stuff. Oh man, this movie goes places. You know we'd get. You knew we were getting incest. Mm. You knew this was happening. But Nicole Kidman is this kind of background character, and I love her story arc. Man, she turns out to be a real piece of work. You know, but pretty <laughs> understandably so. She's the queen in what we open on, mm-hmm. and he is getting revenge for his father and saving his mother, kidnapped by Fjolnir. 
she, you know, when he reveals himself to her and she reveals herself to him. Yeah. When it reveals Man. that she didn't want to be saved. Yeah. She's quite happy. She set this being up. Being part of the betraying uh, party there. Yeah. It's something that's so, <laughs> I'm sure, very common. She was the hot slave at one point. She was the slave that the king took for his own personal, you know. Yeah. That's everybody, That's how everybody rose to their prominence in there. You had to fuck the right guy. <laughs> she got lucky that the king liked her. She had that same slave scar that all these Slavic, mm-hmm. you know, quote, savages have. His Anya Taylor-Joy, that's what she was to Ethan Hawke. And that is some incredible depth to this Shakespearean saga that, man... I heard people gasping. But she's also when they revealed this, you know. But it's not like she's like, "Hey, I have to tell you something." She's like, "Also, fuck you." (laughs) Yeah, man. Like I was the one that wanted you dead. Yeah, because you were forced on me. I hated. I hate you as a son. That's a hard thing to hear. That's tough. That's tough. The thing that you've been trying to like save for twenty years. She's really like those real south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell he's kind of like, "Uh, I didn't have a contingency for this. (laughs) Yeah, this. Actually, had not crossed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd be pretty stoked. Exactly. <laughs> I thought you'd be pretty happy to see. <laughs> Hadn't thought out this scenario going down anywhere like this. Yeah. And uh, you find out that she loved Flornier. She was forced upon. Ethan Hawke, you know, she got lucky. She got, got, got a son. That was it. She hated, you know, he hated her. She hated him. She only was around until she was murdered. Yeah, yeah. She wanted her way out. And she, in this speech, you know, She's a survivor. We will see. She will do anything <laughs> to back the right horse. I think she was just fucking with him, right? She she, she kind of tr- comes. She grabbed the her sword real quick, but he uh, if he had been a little more not resistant to his mother tongue kissing him. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's trying to bet on the the winning side. You know, she doesn't. She's not going to be a slave again. Not after she, she was already there. You're not going back if you can choose to. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying their own way out of this life, especially in the 900s. And once he is making this guy's life a full living hell, going on his vision quest, planning his life with Olga, I do love that he got like kind of a Terminator. Like he knew he was seeking revenge, and it's like, I never counted on meeting you. (laughs) Like, yeah, give me that. There was also that, yeah, yeah, he's like, I did not expect to fall in love during this uh, (laughs) journey. I mean, but yeah, still a lot of killing, but yeah. wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Him and Anya Taylor-Joy were a good couple. Good that match. A, yeah, good couple. I believed in them. And I love when Nicole Kidman plays nasty. Oh, I love man. her when she turns yes. like heel and uh, just as sharp as nails, man. Real hissing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I great heel. I think she's... I love her. I think she's actually she's underrated. Great. I think people make too much of like... Oh, her face doesn't move. It's like, <laughs> she's a really good actress. Yeah, when you look she, at just her last at decade, at just how many great things Another she's been a part of. Another one where I think she, she joins interesting projects or things that she wants to do. Yeah, man. This isn't even her first kinky sex thing with Alexander Skarsgård. Sure. They had that weird, violent relationship on Big Little Lies. Oh, is he on that? Yeah, they were, that. they were like, they had this uh, relationship that was a kink bordering on domestic abuse mm. with a very heavy blurred lines. And here she's the mom trying to like, 
fuck her son to save her own skin. So it's like, oh no, Skarsgård and I have done weird shit before. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We've been we we've been this. through this. We've got our our safe words. Yeah. But yeah, the first time watching this, I'm just like, man, wasn't expecting the Kidman heel turn. And then the second time watching it, it was more, yeah, I get it. I get it. What are you gonna do, man? She had, she already was. She's oh, she's just trying to survive. That's all it is. It, everybody was making bad moral decisions yeah. in nine fourteen. Well, she's got to have a king if she's going to be the queen. Exactly. She, it's, it's she's not like in charge if that knows, guy dies. It's like, look, if you kill your uncle, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. She kind of <laughs> briefly talks him out of it, but then offers the like, look, but if you're going to do it, you got to <laughs> kill everyone, and then we start this thing anew. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> he, uh, she offers up those two options. Either... Either yeah, yeah. let this be and accept that I wanted you dead and just take your wife and go or finish the job. This man finishes the job. Yeah, he goes for option B there. He he option B's this. He, he, yeah, he has that moment where they get they can get away. Him and Anya Taylor-Joy, her pregnant with two uh, sons. Oh, I liked him finding out about the pregnancy. Yeah. Through her, through her cut. Oh, man. When he finally goes to, to our night one plan of, like, I'm killing every slave until someone talks. It takes him to, like, night four. Brother. <laughs> start questioning the guys that you're already planning on killing after the harvest. Mm-hmm. They even say just, like, these guys will be dead before winter. Yeah, they're not keeping these slaves for longevity. They're just working them to death. Cut to the, like, good cop, bad cop a little quicker. So he's just slashing throats till he gets an answer. Let me tell you how much I love Olga laughing in that dude's face. Oh, yeah. She got nothing but licks in on this guy. This guy was getting dunked on constantly by her. <laughs> She's rubbing period blood on his face when he comes in to, to try and get some. Like She is spitting in these people's face. What a firecracker. She's the one that comes out and tries to knife one of the Vikings when her village is being uh, oh, yeah, burned yeah, down. Yeah. Kind of goes on almost in the background of as she's getting dragged out of frame. She's not even a character yet. Yeah. The way you filmed it. But man, when they're leaving on that boat together, I actually thought, you know, like, how's this going to get to a volcano? This guy sees this guy's got it pretty good. I know there's a volcano at the end. I know he's going to his fate, but I like that brief hint that he was going to, like, against his fate. That he was going to think, like, maybe these beliefs were made up by a guy high on primitive mescaline. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe these aren't real. But I think it's funny, like, yeah, when he finds out that she's pregnant and he has that vision of his sons on the tree above him. His son and daughter. And daughter. Was that what it was? Okay. You notice the daughter was the one with the crown. Uh, I. The tale I of it was the main. I've boy. seen the movie three times, so I've picked up on. Anyways, when he the knows, son, there were twins. When son, he knows he kid. has kids, and yeah. that his his lineage will move on. Then he's like, "Well, now I'm definitely gonna go." Well, now I gotta myself. kill this guy in a volcano. Yeah. Now that I know my kid, my kingdom is free. I woo. know you guys are good to go. I saw it in the vision. <laughs> saw the vision. I'm gonna swim yeah. back. This guy does a lot of long distance swimming in this. Just breaststroking I was through say, like what is miles that? of water. Yeah, he's going against the current. Like <laughs> he's <laughs> a powerful swimmer. This guy's a monster. Turned down better slave than this. Who the fucking turned down? <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? You never seen an athlete like this, dude. Yeah. What a bluffer. Hate him. This, these guys. What a pompous ass. <laughs> like, like Alan Rickman almost. <laughs> dude. This. Swedish Rickman. 
Rickman as the sheriff of Nottingham. There you go. Yeah. yeah. In that. Rickman in the Costner movie. In the Prince of Thieves. Oh, there. can't wait to do Prince of Thieves. <laughs> so <laughs> I just wasn't expecting them to keep topping themselves with the slaughtering. I love the, that. You talk about Shakespeare endings, him killing Kidman. That was all Shakespeare right there. Oh, man. That kid also gets, Gunner gets like 12 dagger shots right in his shoulder. That guy is that leaking shit. for the rest of this movie, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gunner goes to Stabtown. <laughs> At that point, I look. But then he just kind of shrugs him off, and the kid's dead. No, he shrugged him off with his sword. Oh, okay. <laughs> he cut that kid in half, man. The kid's jumping on him. He's like, get the fuck out. Yeah, I know. He pulled his sword out and unsheathed. Got he pulled it. the sword out of his mom's heart, spun through the kid. Got through. That kid got sliced. Fjolnir comes in the room, and it's just like, okay. Yep. Now it's now it's now on. there's two of us in this town that I've spent 20 years doing pretty well at actually doing pretty good. Oh, what a dude! Freeing the slaves, what a hero! <laughs> that was great, man. Sure. After everybody's dead, slaves. you get the great like. Gotta be. We gotta remember this guy is the good guy. He is the hero. The guy who's been killing people nonstop. <laughs> the guy that just like movie. breathed heavy on a stump while a building full of kids burned alive. Technically the protagonist. Also the good guy, yeah. The second time I saw this, and I was almost not emotionally prepared again for the, <laughs> that whole tracking shot, I had to sit there telling, I had to do the it's only a movie thing that I sometimes have to do. Right. I had to quiet place it. <laughs> and I was like, technically this guy's the good guy. This guy had to do this. Technically. I think they give you the sense that he doesn't like that that violent part of it. The life. he specifically states like, that he does not kill women and children. Yeah, and it's, you can tell when they are when they are yeah it, when they are raiding that village. Like he's doing his job, but he's not. He's not enjoying. He's purposely it. like he's letting women and surviving. children run by him. Yeah, knowing that surviving. the sweeper team will come in and get them. Yeah, he's just killing dudes. But this yeah, guy keeps it that same way here until he kills Kidman and the, and the kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, they Till, started yeah. it. He kills them. He disembowels a couple guys. You know what? A lot of lot of hacked in half horses in this. He finishes off nose guy. Yeah, nose guy gets a great sword to the good, face. I nice was slow sword in the face. Love there were that. so many deaths that I did not like. For some reason, when sword through the face of nose guy happened, I was just like, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was like, this guy sucks. Exactly. Shut. Just like him shut. Up. That. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> zip. For it. some reason, no problem with that one. Yeah. Just yep. and honestly probably one that i would choose over like 40 other deaths that i saw in this movie just a sword four seconds through the head yeah i've seen worse Could have been worse (laughs) i've seen worse today (laughs) i just saw worse two seconds ago buddy oh yuck i love they gave the slaves like their own little yub nub celebration (laughs) just burning down the slave master's house yeah yeah pretty cool of them to be like Look, they already have all this land, but yeah, what are we going to fucking live in the land where the worst part of our life happened? Good for you guys. Start over. Yeah, Do with your freedom what you hopefully will. Hopefully those slaves made it somewhere. I mean, a lot of those slaves probably uh, died. Uh, otherwise, they're just in the they're free in the wilderness. Yeah, you're <laughs> free in Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> what's the best the, what's their option? Go to the other guy's farm? Plenty of mushrooms around everywhere apparently. Oh, nothing but a death trap out there. <laughs> But, yeah, we really get the epic gladiator battle through the smoke and fog, just standing in, like, a thousand degree, stepping over lava, stepping over some hot lava. Ooh, good sword battle, though. 
Good sword battle. Impressive stuff. Uh, Great double death. Very reminiscent of the Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) It looks very similar to parts of the Lion King. The one thing that I was waiting for to make it full Lion King, nobody like stumbled down a lava cliff and landed on like a lower ledge. They all kept it pretty like on one area. Definitely. So there needed to be like a lower ledge and another guy jumping down a ledge. We did get some cool jumping off of things onto things in this Mm -hmm. movie. Like our hero jumping off onto that guy's horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. first, right when the raid starts. This was a good right to the... We get a lot of screaming in this battle. A lot of hulking up, coming back. A lot of big meat chunks. Oh, yeah, God. that's where the chunks start he got some. He got a piece hacked out of that arm. Yeah. That him arm him and his dangling. uncle go at it pretty hard. And then that's a hard battle. There's definitely that moment where he's kind of like got to repower... He's just like, ah! <laughs> and the, the uncle's out. into it too. The uncle's like, yeah, we're both yeah, dying. It, we're at the gates <laughs> of hell. <laughs> but before, and it's probably good that they were screaming because like the way they, like when they set up this fight, he's like, I'll see you at the gates of hell. And Skarsgård's like, at the gates of hell, you, you'll see me. <laughs> it's just like, they're both kind of just like, okay. They hadn't invented not a fight. Yeah, they weren't good yet. at like doing the cool like you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> like they weren't getting there yet. Like Yeah. I'll see you at the gates of hell yeah. from heaven. Stop talking. <laughs> Decapitation. Like they weren't good at those yet, but instead they made that up with that with just like Right. This, this, yeah, it was like the fuck you asshole. Yeah, for fuck all the guys you. that saw like three hundred in the theaters like a dozen times, it's crazy that this movie has that that almost isn't for those guys. Mm, that's <laughs> a good know? way of putting it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's like too well done. <laughs> you know, they need more camp almost. Yeah. With their shirtless, sweaty, like dirty warriors. Right. I know exactly what I mean. Like, this is the most <laughs> this is bloody. This too classy for sword and sorcery kind, kind of stuff, of, right? Yeah, this is like the most, it could have, yeah, could be the most popcorn. This is $90 million Beastmaster. You know, and like decidedly not. That's for sure. It is not that though. This is a classy joint. This should. It's a classy joint. This is classy joint with a, a classy lot joint. of kid killing. Uh, I know it's early in the year, and that is usually a bad sign. Mm. But how does this not get all of the achievement Oscars? All of the set design, all the cinematography. Like, what other movies know, are man. coming out in the next six months? Because this is an achievement. I mean, this is art. This is a movie. I don't know if this movie's still in theaters. It didn't get a long run. We saw it there, but really it was a two, three-week run. Yeah. Tops in our area. But if you can. My only complaint about this movie was that it was only two hours and 15 minutes long. Right. As harrowing a journey as this was, this is the one that I was like, oh, I want a four-hour cut. Sure. Give me all of this area. Give me more of the slave journey. Give me more of the weird shit. Yeah, man. I'd take any direction Eggers want. I'm a full Eggers believer at this point. Guy makes a movie like this, I'm seeking all your projects. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. You know, I'm there, dude. This was an achievement. If it is in a theater still in your area, go see it. Go out of your way to see this movie. I'm sure it'll be on streaming eventually, but this is a full epic. This is a screen movie. Of the three, like, Dune, Green Knight, this, all kind of similar vibes. Mm. Big stories. Yeah. Massive tales. Uh, it made me think of Green Knight a few times, for sure. Yeah. This would be the one I would most want to see. A theater. This is big. 
It's uh, it's also the it's also the most brutal, the bleakest, and uh, what are the things? Some of are... it is hard to watch, but yeah, it's it left me. What visuals are the breathless. ones that are really behind your eyelids over the last week since we've seen it? The visuals, yeah. That What's are... the thing that you really keep seeing the... when this movie pops up? Well, really, it, and maybe yeah, less the visual and more the audio audio uh, portion of it. But yeah, the the uh, screaming in the fire, yeah, was really hard to watch. I, uh... They I, just, just, you know, it's like I've, I've, I've turned into that guy where it's like, you know, I have a baby now, so it's like yeah, seeing man. the baby. Uh, that get was ripped one thing. The, the one arms, thing I thought about like, warning you about is you see baby. Like, that is like the worst case scenario in my life. So right I will now. say, what if I'm, wild what, men invade my home, <laughs> just kick it and in your door, steal my baby it. out of my arms. So one that thing would I be the worst possible case. Scenario. I made a point to look for in my second viewing. You see babies taken out of crying mothers' arms. You do not see a baby passed. Over the threshold of the fire door. Yeah. Obviously they died, but at least they went to lengths to not even give the visual like, yeah, the babies are in there too. But it's enough to just let you know. The implication is constant. It just like I said, yeah, the the stark realness of some of this stuff makes it hard to sit with and hard to know that that really happened. Yes. And that the history was there and... uh, You know this was immaculately researched. Oh, yeah. And, And... (laughs) <laughs> the history is probably so much more brutal than it's what it was on the screen. probably even more awful. Like, the realness of it is probably like, yeah, they probably they probably didn't slit throats as much as they just, like, drowned people. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, like... They were going for efficiency with their killers. tortured people. Yeah. A lot of, lot of torture, and I And to I think bet. that all of that is, yeah, part of our history, or, you know, part of this... Very recent history. Yeah. Insane. That, the, the burning building scene, the screams are so bad and so vivid that the other times I saw it, I couldn't watch the fire. Yeah, yeah. It was too much. I already saw the image. While you don't see anything, it's just, you know, what you're not... You could say that not showing more in The Witch made the movie not work for you. Like, if somebody did complain about The Witch in that way, that's fine. Sure. You know, sometimes it... I hated that shark movie where everybody was like, oh, you don't see a shark. I'm like, yeah, that was aw- open water. Oh, okay. Remember? Is Jaws? No, no, no. The one where the couple's just floating in the water yeah, for like yeah. 90 minutes. You see a couple fins maybe. I couldn't do it. It was awful. It sucked. Hmm. And I couldn't buy into the horror. But Blair Witch, I bought into it. Oh, for sure. What I didn't see scary. terrified me. Me that and my, so my friend Anna crying over the phone with Because it's all screaming and yeah, off camera. I bought it. I bought it all. The mm. couple of the paranormal activities, fully bought it. Mm. What Edgar's has such a craft in this movie is choosing what to show and what not to show. The visuals that I filled in are so much worse than he would have ever been allowed to put in a movie. Definitely, yeah. And, God, I couldn't. But I then can't. he also just gives you the straight-up, like, decapitation. A lot of them. Guts. Like I said. <laughs> guts when, spilling out. But it's, like, towards the end, and he's freeing the slaves, I think, and you see the guard come in with the just... Like uh-huh. the intestines come out. It's like, real, really? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to show. It was every important one to get that in. All right. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> not complaining. Not complaining. No. See this movie. But this movie. But you like have said, to have a stomach. I'm, I'm still kind of reeling from it emotionally when I think about yeah. it a week later. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, it it would be hard to be like, yeah, I love the Northman. So fun. Yeah. But it's. Uh, I can't recommend this to everybody. Yeah. You have to take what we said here. <laughs> if we convinced you, you're into this stuff. do it. But it is, uh, you know, you've been warned. It's These are some powerful visuals. It, it just also kind of made me think <laughs> of like, 
what is it like for Robert Eggers as a artist to work yeah, on man. something so dark and bleak and what places do you gotta go right? for like a year or two years yeah. or four years or however many years yeah. he's been working on this how deep you can't help but be into this yeah. like this is your life like you how how do you come out of this how do you come out of making a movie like this that's what this movie how do you go on vacation think? after you make this movie and just like well, maybe it's really easy i don't know yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe. it's like oh it's over fucking <laughs> finally i don't know this isn't this i've said it a lot an achievement i was I don't think I've been in awe of a movie and I've loved so many movies, but man, it's like Lord of the Rings without the real time dinner scenes, man. Right. This is real. So if Peter Jackson was going hard R on Hobbiton. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. See the Northman, man. Came to this. It did come to this. See this movie. Watch it on your iPhone. I don't care. <laughs> Watch it on your Apple watch, whatever. Yeah. See this movie. It's uh it's accessible. It's probably the most accessible as far as, you know, there is a plot and Yeah. You can I saw un- you can understand few... more of the dialogue in this one than the last two movies. The few ki- like. the few criticisms I saw, it's one of those movies where it's get it's getting a lot of critical praise, you know. Yeah, for Very, sure. It's uh so it's not like we're coming out with some hot take. But the few critics are like uh, no character development, just gore for gore's sake. It's like literally everything that happens in this movie is character development. Mm. These characters are developing constantly. This life is moving at hyper speed because life expectancy is shit, man. Mm. Every day of these people's lives is character development. Guys are dying every day in just this farm. So weird criticism. Yeah, yeah. I always, always know the critics are full of shit when their criticisms are like, I'm not sure they watched this movie. <laughs> this is one of those movies. It but just yeah, has to be seen. It's got the brutal violence if you want that. It's got the crazy Yeah, sickos kind of, can enjoy it too. <laughs> it's got the crazy <laughs> spiritual stuff going on. It's got the Valhalla ride at the end that just kind of leaves you like <laughs> I left mean, there's me not wide-eyed. many Viking movies, are there? It's like Valhalla Rising and How to Train Your Dragon. It's like two. I don't think Do you there's count any four. Uh, maybe the I mean Marvel we're already movies? getting pretty loose, with, you know. <laughs> there just hasn't been a lot. There was a Vikings TV show. There's yeah, not yeah, a lot yeah. of Viking stuff out there, honestly. And it's insane that he got a studio to back this. Just a huge Viking epic. Why not? Mm. Movies are still happening. We're still getting this. I'm never going to see The Eternals, but man. <laughs> People that worked on The Eternals made this. Well, there you go. So there you go. Came to this. It did come to this. See The Northmen. Whew. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night.